0: Next Talk, sponsored by nexttalk.org, contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised.
1: Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim, every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?
2: Welcome to Next Talk Radio. Today we have two guests in the studio. We are continuing our love and dating series, and I think this could be a really long series. We've tried to (laughs) limit it to three weeks, but we're getting some good information. Holly Bristol and Kim Nichols is back with us today. Um, They are our high school and college leaders at our Next Talk organization, and today we kind of wanted to tackle some frequently asked questions we get asked a lot. Um, And I want to kind of start with this, this question, you know, we talked a lot on the last two shows really about creating open communication early, and when you establish that safe place, the dating conversation is way easier because they're used to coming and talking to you about things. But we have families that they, you know, have a 16 or 17 year old and they've never really talked about sex or sexuality or anything, love or so where do they start? Like what what give us some pointers like um, because you can't just go in there and start. Lecturing—that's not no, going to work. No. Lecturing
0: never you works. Will, yeah. I know, yeah. you, you
2: can't say "come, <laughs> come, sit on the couch and let's talk," and because yeah, no, it's, that's know awkward. It. They will think that, know. that you're sending if them off
0: to mm-hmm. like reform school. And again, <laughs> this
2: is why it's important to start early because you establish that this is how you do it. But if you haven't, give us some points. there. Well, and there. Kim
0: and I know we have many peers that all of a sudden they're they're especially when their kids hit about fourteen and they're starting high school. That first semester of high school. Literally, parents just kind of lose their crackers and they just, they're like, what? Wait, wait. Because that's a lot of times when social things really begin to happen, more so, far more than middle school. Everything from study groups to uh, there's more activities in high school. Well, then you got prom mm-hmm. trips. well, that's mu- that's yeah. much later, but yeah. you know, there are trips. There mm-hmm. are uh, like you know like high school like band yes. or you're going to football games and things and and so all of them like, oh no, this is what's happening. And so that's when we begin to hear them say, "I really haven't. We really haven't talked about this."
3: Mm-hmm. And at, at that point, it's almost. It's awkward for the kiddo if you do call them in and try to sit them down and have the conversation. (laughs) It's really awkward for mom and dad because they haven't done this before. Um, I think, first, to know you're not alone. There are tons, (laughs) so many. Tons of parents who have not started conversations in elementary school and middle school and waited.
0: They were terrified of middle school. I Mm. think. They were just mm. terrified.
3: Just don't be afraid to jump in and start the open communication. Your kids will appreciate it once they get over the weird awkward <laughs> part of it but i think create a new norm it's, it create a new yes. normal for your family because it's much easier because it feels weird and awkward to stick your head in the sand and put the blinders on and just hope that they're going to be okay <laughs> and i think that's one <laughs> of the biggest mistakes we can make as yes. Parents. yes yes yeah. um so holly and i are kind of passionate about <laughs> not sticking our heads in the sand and putting the blinders on but having that awkward Communication, but making it not feel weird for your kid or for yourself by staying calm and just talking and not getting weirded out by anything that they may say or bring up and letting them know that it's okay to bring up the weird, awkward, f- weird-feeling, uncomfortable topics that they've never talked to you about before. Well, and you said a key word
4: there. You said talk with them. This is not a lecture. No. This is not no. like a sit-down today's topic is. Right. Talk with them. Have a conversation You know, that
0: maybe starts with something simple. Or a question like, did you think that was weird? Because I thought that was weird. Yeah. And you can do just like how they often will ask you about their friends when yeah. they're in middle school. Yeah, yeah that's great. As we great. talked about in, in our last show that sometimes in middle school that's how they want to test the waters. You can do the reverse. And you can test the waters and go, hey, did you think it was weird that but so-and-so and so-and-so did that. Oh, I love that. Like, yeah. You know, what do you think of that? Mm-hmm. You can get their take and maybe even sometimes laugh about things mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing like joining together in weirdness. That's yes, so true. You know, so mean, laughter fixes
4: weir- everything it does. in weirdness. Yeah. It totally does.
3: <laughs> and car conversations when they yeah. don't have to look you in the eye and yeah. it's not a lecture. You're mm-hmm. just having a conversation and they don't have to give you eye contact. Right. That works great. I can And remember. they can't get away from you and run to their room or the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so true. Or look at their phone. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah.
4: There is a statistic, I don't remember the number that my husband and I were teaching on recently about uh, it was huge, like 80-something percent or 90-something percent of kids will open up more if you sit next to them versus yes. across from them. Right. So they can't see your eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, they just, they're just they willing to open up in those
0: situations. So,
4: you know, it can be in the anything.
0: car. You could be, you know, if you're a mom and you're making dinner and you're just looking down while you're chopping an onion or something yeah. or mm-hmm. you're unloading groceries. Mm-hmm. There are all kinds of things that you can do and pretend like you're kind of distracted while they're in the room. Mm-hmm. And so that's a lot less intimidating other than, you know, pointing a finger and So you. know, Dude, uh, what are you thinking? What do you think of
4: this? We went, um, recently I had a date with my son to go see a movie and I purposely went Early, I am always late. So he was like, "What is going on? Like, we are here before the previews." Um, but that was great talk time because it's just those not the movie previews. It's like before that, mm-hmm. where they just show little snippets of things and the, an and the music and yeah, stuff. music yeah. and the lights are low. And he was just talking up a storm mm-hmm. because we weren't facing each other, mm-hmm. and it was just downtime. There's nothing else to do. So finding little times like that where you can just
0: connect. And oftentimes when they're freshmen, they haven't figured, they haven't started figuring out where things are yet. So you can take a long way home and they don't have a clue. <laughs> yeah, that's, yes, that's take a drive. Mean. Do not have a
2: clue. That's that a you, mom hack right there. It is. It that's is a mom, mom hack. hack. That is totally a mom That hack. is. <laughs> I loved what Kim said about remaining calm. You know, I would add, um, don't ever be shocked. No. So if they Hide talk it. about nude photos if they whatever they somebody's having sex uh, don't be shocked you know you have to use that parent filter what i've learned to do is just you may be sweating screaming on the inside but you've got to be calm on the outside mm-hmm. and you you can have time to process it and you know later that night just you and your husband or whatever on how you're going to follow back up with that conversation so you don't like jump in there and start lecturing or being judgmental or whatever mm-hmm. but don't be shocked because that shuts it down
0: now if they come to you and they're shocked you can respond with a wow or yes, yes. that's great with them be in, it with, be in them. it with them if they're a little surprised at something wow that's you know kind
4: of validates their feelings yeah
0: it does and mm-hmm. lets them know that you are still safe yes and I love you, that you're still safe well
2: and what about just having an honest conversation with them you know in the car or whatever not not like a sit down but just, just a real casual conversation and saying you know I, I probably should have been talking to you about some of these things I'm sorry that you I see, didn't no
0: I would actually know yeah no, no I would say think? never admit your vulnerability <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you, no, yeah. yeah. it may work with some kids though if they come to with you with something Really big that you haven't covered at that point, I think you can say, You know, I'm sorry, we haven't broached this yet. Yeah, uh, but that's normally if they bring you something big, then I think it's really good to say, You know, I, I'm sorry because that admits that you know, I, we're on a level playing field and we both mess up.
2: Or, or maybe okay. just mm-hmm. maybe not even saying you're sorry, but saying, You know, we didn't set these guidelines for you and we
0: should have. Yeah, I'm and I, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that's right. We're, yeah. we're gonna fix that. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. going to fix that. Now it's we always need to repaired, have some guidelines. Yeah, and that makes you kind of a team. Yeah. Yes. You're doing it, it together. You exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And they, they get a little empowered. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and,
4: you know, <laughs> and it's going back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier is, you know, starting these conversations early is great, but not everybody has done that. The majority of people are waiting until it's happening. They're like, oh, we haven't covered that. So what are some of the things that you would say are most important to start talking to your kids about, whether it's early or late?
0: In terms of dating and relationships, yeah, like maybe I'm thinking boundaries is one of yeah, those that we really need to talk about. Is
3: my
2: top,
4: yeah,
2: yes. pick.
3: <laughs> yeah, because <and laughs> this is a life skill that a huge
2: deal, even past love and dating, yes, y-
0: boundaries, it's everything, it's yeah. life and it starts early, absolutely.
4: Yeah.
3: Well, I think in all relationships, you need boundaries for yourself, and that's emotional and physical boundaries, but explaining that to your kiddo no matter what age they are that it's not just about love and dating type relationships it's about all relationships the the friend relationships that they have um, neighbors family members everybody knowing how to set a boundary for themselves and how to respectfully stand up for that boundary should it be crossed Um, I did a lot of talking with my kiddos I guess they were probably early middle school, both my girls, talking about boundaries and how they could politely and respectfully tell someone, this isn't okay, without it becoming a dramatic mm-hmm. fighting, I don't want to be your friend anymore, you know, girl drama kind of thing. Um, but I think boundaries is just such a huge part of who we are as people, even into adulthood. And if they've already learned to navigate that for themselves, um, before they get to a dating place Mm -hmm. then it just becomes second nature to them and it's not a new thing that we're talking about in terms of a dating type relationship. If they've learned to stand up to a friend in the sixth, seventh, or eighth grade and say, hey, this isn't okay, I still want to be your friend, but I don't like what you're doing here, yes, or disengage from a relationship that isn't healthy, Mm -hmm. it's important to empower them to be able to recognize an unhealthy relationship and disengage from it in a respectful manner. Um, early on so that if that becomes the case in a dating relationship they've already got those skills they already mm-hmm. know how to do that
4: I think these are those skills that are building blocks and they start small yes. um, what has really helped in our family we started early with hugs or high fives mm-hmm. or nothing at all those are your choices with everybody, grandma, the neighbor And they get a choice, because at first when our kids were little, we were saying, Oh, hug grandma goodbye, or hug so and so. And I could tell they were uncomfortable. And then I heard this person say hugs or high fives. And that has been great because most of the time my kids are like, Yeah, high five. They don't want to hug this person that I barely know. Not comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. And that has taught them that they have a choice um, when it comes to physical touch, especially. Um, And then the other side of that, too, is uh, walking them through like you said, middle school, knowing how to disengage from a relationship, we start with something very simple with the young ones, which is no thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm not comfortable with that. And so I hear my kids say that outside with the neighbor kids when they're playing ball and it gets too rough or no,
0: thank you. I'm not comfortable with that. And they'll walk out of there and come in the house. And it's amazing how many of their peers will respond to that just fine. Yes, they are fine they have no issue with it. They're not going to come back at them with it. Mm -hmm. Even when they get into high school, if they say, no, thank you, I'm not into that. Most kids will back off really quickly and not not punish them and not make fun of them. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay we're good. We're good. So let's talk about this for a minute, because we get a question. This is a
2: question we get a, we got asked at an event recently that I thought was a great question. Mm-hmm. And it was um, from a mom who said, you know, um, these proposals are really big yeah. and, and they get recorded and, you know, right. they, they're right. outlandish or whatever. And a lot of times the person who's on the receiving end, the one being asked, feels pressure to say yes, mm-hmm. because of all the social media that is getting posted mm-hmm. on and all the, right. you know. Right. Yeah. And and what happens is they'll say yes, and then they'll go to the dance, this is according to this mom. And then they'll go to the prom or whatever, and then they'll totally leave their date. And the date will be crushed. Like, I just spent all this money on you. What? Ha- but it all reverted back to this person didn't want to go in the beginning, but they didn't know how to say no. Right. Which is, and so let's talk about this. Like, teaching our kids to say no is a big thing. It's well. A, We've In actually a talked way. about this
0: a, a lot because you see it with homecomings as well as proms. And it's, yeah. it's a thing. And there's a couple of different aspects to this. We're going to kind of cover a couple. And they're all boundaries. Yeah. One of the thing is the difference between middle school and high school is like a massive chasm. It's mm-hmm. just huge emotionally and everything else. And sometimes we see with younger kids, parents get so excited about their kids doing these kinds of things that they start a little too early and they don't cover all the bases. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's such and a so good point. so they're not teaching their young men to find out if this girl, this is going to be a guaranteed yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. And so they're putting themselves in a really vulnerable place Absolutely. and they're putting these young ladies in a very precarious situation. Mm-hmm. Um, And the other part of that, that's kind of where social media is good, because they can talk
2: about it. I know you said to me one time, you know, Snapchat, sometimes boys like to ask girls, you know, to go out or go on a date or go to prom on Snapchat because it's private. And if they get turned down... It's 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 less a hit. I mean, it's hard to be rejected in front of everyone, and so that may be a positive
0: thing about social media that we're seeing here. Is that sometimes you know? I mean, it can be. But it's um, but with these things, it's it's preparing your kids for this. It's setting their boundaries. It's allowing your daughter that if this happens, that she has the strength Mm. and the like. You know, she can even text you, "Oh my gosh, mom, this just happened." Yeah, to politely take him aside and say, "This isn't." going to work
2: like i'm your friend but
0: i'm not you know you you, it's every situation because sometimes you know guys get these things in their head they're going to ask this girl i don't even know yeah and and that happens and it's
3: like i would explain that to my son from the aspect of it would be like an adult man going oh she's kind of cute i'm going to ask her to marry me and going through a big grand gesture of a proposal to a woman he barely knows Right, Mm -hmm. that's the same thing that i think what started out as the grand gesture of the promposal maybe in high school Mm -hmm. between boyfriend girlfriend who had dated a long time and he did this huge sign or Mm -hmm. whatever trickled down into middle school into this oh let's do this neat thing and make it a big deal to ask this little girl to a dance but we don't really know each other that well we Mm. haven't navigated this dating world yet we've snapped a couple of times you know they and that's where the let down and the hurt feelings occur because they don't know each other that well and they're going into some grand gesture and with sometimes
0: mamas get real into this oh, yes they do it's like so contacting the
2: other parent and it's, getting
0: involved that way it's I mean, very moms back off this is yeah. not about you mm. please yeah. if he's excited and asks you for help Or you can even say, if you need any help, I will be there for you. Mm -hmm. But please don't take that on. Please don't Mm -hmm. live vicariously through them with these things. Please. That's a boundary thing that is massive that we often don't talk about is our kiddos and those boundaries. Yes. Stepping out. Stepping yes. out. Letting them live their lives. Please. If you're just not tuning
4: in, this is Next Talk Radio at 10 a.m. on AM 630. The Word. Next Talk Radio is listener supported. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through donations like yours. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give.
2: I know we were just talking about saying no to people and being able to politely say no. We were contacted one time by a parent who um, um, a girl was asking another girl to the prom. And the girl who was being asked was not gay I mean she was like I'm not gay but she felt like she couldn't say no because then she would bash people and people would think she was and there was this whole conversation that needed to be had you can say no it's okay you can say say
0: no to anyone at any time and you honestly don't have to have a reason yes and you don't have to explain yourself no but we live in a society that sometimes wants to jump on things and they get a little judgy yes don't like that and it's like no I just don't want to
2: yeah. I mean, teaching no, I mean, I've seen it at in the middle school world, um, you know, people getting hurt at dances because they can't say no, just what Kim was saying, and they haven't learned that skill yet. And so now I think if we you see that happening, you can have conversations with your kids and say, okay, we got to stop it before it gets to this point. It gets like, to this
0: point, yes. Like, it's,
2: this is going to continue to spiral right. until you say no. Yes. And I think that's the same thing with sex. Like, if you're dating someone... And they continually try and go to the next Should level, go to the next level, oh, go to the yes. next level. You've got to learn to say, this is my boundary.
3: That's right, why it's right? so important Jump in there, to guys. It before, to learn yes. it back when you were talking about to saying no to going to the dance or saying... Though, yes. I think not getting tripped up on, I've been raised to be polite and have nice manners and not hurt people's feelings doesn't mean... You can't say no to someone in a polite, respectful manner without hurting their feelings, but not saying yes to something that you're uncomfortable with. I think that's where we get caught up. And a
0: lot of time around dances and things, boy, girls can get squirmy Mm. because they start to hear rumors that so-and-so in your life. And they get, I mean, that's the best word is squirmy because they're like, Mm -hmm. not him, him. Yeah. Or, you know, and um, it's, it's, a, it's a thing, but you have to learn. They have to voice things. But please, if you are a parent of a boy and you are guiding him, please make sure he has a he's already has a, a you know, below the level. Yes. It's, this is confirmed. She yeah. w- is going. She's, she's looking go. forward to this. She's excited about mm-hmm. being asked whether it's a poster or whether it's a billboard. <laughs> it's You know, she's excited.
4: I think this goes back to, you know, kind of what you were talking about a little bit before, which is having these conversations, whether early or late, we just need to have them. Just have Mm -hmm. them. It's important and it doesn't need to be a sit down serious thing. It's ongoing all the time.
2: Okay, a couple other questions. We talked about, you know, I want to talk about raging hormones and a question we get raging asked or
0: just mildly. Well, you know, down. and I think this
2: I think this also ties into another question we get asked a lot is, you know, what are the boundaries with bedrooms when you're when you have an <laughs> <No>. older <laughs> yeah.
0: And oh by the way, no.
2: <laughs> so so in your house, Holly, if you've got a seventeen year old dating
0: Still, no, no going in if bedrooms. If I have a twenty-one-year-old dating, no going there's in no, bedrooms. No, that is that is no, that is our rule in our home. That that is not appropriate.
2: Okay, so let me ask you this: What does the conversation look like when they go to college and they're going to visit at dorm rooms? And they're and do you have a conversation to prepare them for that because they've never been sitting on a bed next to each other? They've never been, you know, laying on a bed next well, to as, each as other. Kim and I have
0: the- talked when you're dating in high school and you're you have a serious boyfriend or girlfriend. We don't we have certain rules in our home, but most of these kids have access to money or vehicles mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if they're going to want to do it if they want to have sex they're going to have sex right Mm -hmm. but in our home that's not going to occur yeah Mm and that is another that's that's one of our boundaries
2: so what does right. that conversation look like with the raging hormones and you 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 can <laughs> I mean do you say to your kid you may want to have sex you may get caught up in the moment and so what do you do you you can't be caught off guard one These of are the, the things, things
0: that you have to this is one of those conversations you have to begin in late elementary school and in middle school they will not understand it until late middle school early high school or even beyond in that time you can talk about you're going to feel things and there are things you can't understand right now and they look at you and roll their eyes a little bit and kind of are starting to see this um, when they begin a relationship whether it's just a really deep crush or a flirtation and they begin to have that burst those chemical changes those flush of hormones mm-hmm. that is when you begin to talk about purity because you cannot understand purity you cannot understand what that is until you felt it mm. it does not make sense you can talk about it in your head, but until you feel it physically, that is different. And so it's controlling those. It's balancing like anything else. Like you really want some sugar. You really want caffeine. You know, you really want junk food, you know, fast food. It's You have to learn to curb that and to hold it. It's self-control. It's Mm -hmm. self-control. We've Mm got to
2: teach our kids self-control. We were
0: designed with these things, and they are of God, and they are beautiful. It's just using them in the correct context. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's so good, Holly. The correct context is everything, but you have to start that. I remember having the conversation with my older daughter when she was in sixth grade, like, you're going to feel these things, not yet, but when it happens, you'll know. And we mm-hmm. had that conversation about four years later, mm-hmm. or five. And she's like, oh "You were wrong." Right. Yeah. So <laughs> and you I said, right, "And mom. how are you?" And it was like I was uh, able to say, "And how are you doing with this?" And yeah. she's, sometimes it's really tough, mom, because yeah. I really love him. Yeah, like absolutely. But, but how amazing that
2: she can be honest with you. Sometimes mm-hmm. too honest. <laughs> no,
0: no, that's, there can never be too honest. But when you're in college, that is, you have to have everything in place because it's their decision. Yeah. yeah. You don't you've you let you them do not. I mean, that's not for me. To, that's her. So At that point, you've
3: already had that conversation of, I get now you're going to be in this space and I'm not there to monitor that, whether it's in the bedroom or whatever. But I tell mine, it's between you and Jesus. When you yep. lay your head absolutely. on the pillow every night, the choices you've made with your body, I can tell you my hopes, my desires, my dreams, and my experiences. But at the end of the day, it's your choice of what you do with your body, and it's between you and Jesus. Yep. And yeah. I'm
2: yeah. and, and I'm going to okay. love you no matter what. Yes, like. Like, like what you choose. I'm not going to, I always say that to my kid, even at a young age. I mean, they're not even dating yet, but I always say, you know, even if you choose something that I totally don't agree with, I'm going to love you because God loves me when I don't, when I mess up all the time. right? Yes. And so my love for you is not dependent on that. And that's, I think what we were talking about earlier. We don't want them to feel trapped. Like they can't come to us if they choose or if If they mess up. Right. Yes. If they met right. if they are caught up in the moment and they weren't ready for it and something happens. And that's happens. with a
0: whole lot of things. Yes. And that's I just not tell true. you, yes. that's that's, not just, that's, that's yeah. oh it's honey it's well, um, it's just everything. Trust. It's if they break yeah. your trust
3: and they're going to make mistakes. Yes. Yes. They're teenagers. They're going to make we, mistakes. They're kids
0: and we often don't love, remember that. We forget kids. that. Absolutely. We have to love the fact that they're
3: this age and they're going through these experiences and just love them all the way through it knowing that we were not perfect teenagers mm. they are not going to be perfect teenagers they're going to make mistakes they're going to break our trust and that doesn't mean end of the world end of the re- relationship no more open communication and honesty but now we're rebuilding yeah and we're starting And over we're doing it different and, we're and better gonna, we're going to do this and we're going to try again and all
4: this we're talking about as hard as it is Boundaries, balance, all of that, you have to model it. Yes, Mm -hmm. You've got to model. If they don't see you having boundaries and balance in your life and they see the fruit of that, but that's what you're showing them life is. You're modeling that. So and
0: when you screw up, that's a good time to say, ooh, I, I'm sorry. I messed this I did up. I messed yes. this up, and I'm sorry. Right again. when it happens. Yeah. That's, right that's, when that's when the good happens. apology That moment. is when we apologize. Yeah. yeah,
2: absolutely. And a lot of these things are Holy Spirit moments. <laughs> you, I mean, because every kid is different. <laughs> oh, sister. <laughs> every, every kid is different. Every family is different. you got to pray through this. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes God will be prompting you to apologize. Sometimes they yes, won't. Right. Sometimes you just need to be the authority in their life. And
0: that's the, what you and have that, to remember, is, especially in middle school and high school, you are the authority. Authority. Yes. Then there's a transition that occurs. Yeah. But you're not ready for that. Well, that's that's, that's a whole nother sister. This, this, is t- show. this is tip of the iceberg stuff yeah. here. We've got well, lots.
2: I always love spending time with you guys. Now Absolutely. I have a couple things that I want to go home and talk to my middle schooler about <laughs> 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 So thank you all for being here. You are such a blessing, and mm-hmm. we'll have you back very soon. We'll see you guys soon. Thank you for your time, thanks,
1: ladies. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim every Saturday at 10 a.m on AM 630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?